Hello everybody, this is Father Michael. Praise be Jesus Christ, now and forever. Uh, I want to share with you this day, uh, learning how to pray. I think this is something that we all could obviously grow in every day. Is Lord, teach us to pray, right? Lord, show me how to pray. And I think a lot of people, you know, at least as Catholics, um, we have dev devotional prayers, which are good, but they're, remember, always meant to serve that richer interior life in conversation with God, uh, meditation, reflection, contemplation, and ultimately uh, resting with uh, our Father, you know, resting with Him. And what is that like? You know, have you ever experienced uh, resting with God? And And before I start, um, this little teaching, I want to first address an issue I think that's um, really plagues us, and that's a utilitarian approach to prayer. Meaning, it's it's like a philosophy of utilitarianism. Meaning, we always are. What am I going to get out of this? It's a very consumeristic approach. That would be like only becoming friends with someone because you're going to get something out of it. Um, you know, God wants us to learn how to waste time with Him. If you really want to get to know people, you have to waste time with them. And I think this is why, like, coffee shops are so, um, you know, somewhat popular today. Because people are tapping into the child within. Like, children love to um, celebrate life. They love to just sit down or play and talk and share. They're, it's a timeless quality that children um, draw us into or remind us of, this timelessness that the human heart were made for the timeless. And so I want to just reflect with you a minute. You know, when you, when you start prayer, you have to learn to value what the world sees as valueless. Does that make sense? So you need to learn how to value what the world considers to be you know, without value, meaning, namely, sitting down and journaling. How many of us say, I don't have time to journal, I have a lot going on. Well, really what you're saying is, I don't have time for myself. I don't have time, my heart isn't that important. There's a lot of things going on. You know, we, we imagine taking a kid by the arm and just dragging him through the day. Never letting them stop to play, stop to enjoy stop to chase the leaves around or look at the flowers or look up into the sky or smell the roses, if you will, or, you know, run around and jump in a pile of leaves. Um, we, we, we don't let the child within us celebrate life. Um, prayer is about celebrating our Father's love for us, celebrating life. And so sometimes we've gotten used to... Um, not respecting our hearts or when I say heart I mean that inner child remember Jesus says unless we become like children we will not inherit the kingdom of God so we have to become like children that means we must have stopped being children he's talking to primarily adults obviously because he called the children to him and says unless you become like these children you won't be enter into the kingdom, right? So the kingdom is 
it's a it's a dimension that we live in but only the child's heart can live in that dimension of the kingdom of god and if you're like me we fade in and out of that throughout each day because we we are so driven by performance so driven by consumerism materialism we're so driven by again utility what am i going to get out of this um it's a very corporate professional way to pray which is why our prayer lives probably aren't very fruitful or why we don't even have an interest in prayer or why there's no uh desire for prayer well if you think about it i wouldn't want to pray either if prayer was always about accomplishing something getting something done or getting something out of this you know prayer again and it's really hard i think for the american mindset to just surrender to leisure learning how to enjoy the moments i've been given and again the little kid in us is crying out to just play to celebrate but we don't give him or her that um, time. We basically drag them through the day, go to bed, get up, drag them through the day, go to bed, get up, drag them through the day. So what I want to talk about is a form of prayer that I think maybe is new to you, maybe it's not, but I'm hoping that it helps you to tap into um, who you are as a beloved little girl or little boy. How to live your life as a child. How to be kingdom dwellers. To dwell in the presence of the Father. To live in His His kingdom. To taste and see the goodness of the Lord. You know, children see things we don't as adults. Because children are more in touch with God than as adults. And when I say as adults, there's nothing wrong, obviously, with being an adult. Because we have to be responsible. We have to be who we are. But there's a difference between being an adult and being an inauthentic adult. An inauthentic adult is an adult that rejects the child's spirit. And I want you to learn how to not only rediscover, but to re-embrace and to love the little boy in you, the little girl in you. That's who you truly are. That's your true identity. And remember, if you don't know your identity, if you don't know who you are, everything you do is not going to be coming out of who you are. It's going to be coming out of how do I get love? How do I earn? How do I earn this? How do I earn that? How do I gain this? How do I gain that? Um, Never resting. Jesus says, Come to me, all you who are heavy, burdened, laboring, and I will give you rest. Do you ever think about that again? That rest. This might kind of point to obviously why the lord's day is so important why sunday is so important if you don't rest if you don't rest you're never going to be able to give your life will be like you'll constantly be in survival mode how many of you feel tired right now or you just dread another day or you're just wanting to go nuts scream and yell or whatever that you kind of like you're, you're at the limit. You're at your limit. And the Lord's like, come away. Come apart and rest a while. You can, you can do mini retreats each day. You need to have a mini retreat time each day where you get in touch with 
sit down with the little girl in you or little boy in you who you truly are and let that little boy or little girl share, talk um, without edit. Please do not control. We're control freaks, let's be honest. Don't control what the little girl can and can't say to God. Don't don't put words into her mouth. Like let her share. Imagine <clears throat> excuse me, imagine putting a pen in your heart's hand. Imagine your heart's like a little boy, little girl, and like put a put a pen in it in its hand or her hand or his hand and let her or him just write. Okay? And we're gonna talk more about this, but I just want to reflect with you a minute. Um, become like children. That's Jesus was a 33-year-old little child on that cross. <clears throat> you know, when I go to Mass now as a priest, I've been having this image of Jesus celebrating Mass as a little child. The child Jesus celebrating the Mass. He's celebrating His Father's amazing love. And He's not going to let anyone rob Him of the joy and love that the Father God um, has for him and he wants you and I to have that <clears throat> and share in that joy and that love so I want to read a scripture that kind of goes along with this it's Matthew chapter uh, let's see here Matthew chapter 13 verses 31 and 32 this is also in Mark chapter 4 verse 30 and Luke Chapter 13, verse 18. So, it's in the Gospels. Now listen. He presented another parable to them, saying, Now listen with your heart. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, which a man took and sowed in his field. And this is the smaller, and this is smaller than all the other seeds. It's the smallest of seeds. But when it is full grown, it is larger than the garden plants and becomes a tree that the birds of the air come and nest in its branches. Why am I reading this scripture? Because we talked about the kingdom and being a little child. So there's a connection between Living and dwelling in the kingdom. Are you in the kingdom right now? I don't know if you ever saw the movie The Matrix, but if you haven't, the first one, the others are kind of lose the whole idea. But the first movie, The Matrix, it's an older, not too old, but it's older. And it talks about this character, Neo, who's stuck in The Matrix. He's like stuck in The Matrix and he's pulled out of The Matrix and he's strengthened and he's healed and he's informed and he's enlightened and he's trained and he goes back into the matrix to set other people free well it's kind of like our world right now everyone's in this matrix of performance-based business-like corporate cold individualistic impersonal um uh uh consumeristic you know uh lifestyles you know neighbors don't even talk anymore Kids don't play at the playground. They play on their phones and at their video game systems. Um, even at the dinner table, people are texting now. Um, you know, people have all these means of communication, but they're more lonely than they've ever been, more isolated than they've ever been. And the point is, as I'm trying to say, is 
We've lost the kingdom of God. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We've lost the kingdom because we've lost our identity as children. If you become children, you will attain the kingdom. So if you lose the kingdom, it's because you lost your child identity. Now, back to the scripture. He presented another parable to them saying, The kingdom of heaven, what is it like he's saying? It's like a mustard seed. So what is this mustard seed? It's the smallest of all the seeds. Now, herein lies the secret to prayer. Are you ready? <laughs> the secret to prayer is valuing the little, little movements of your heart. We've gotten so used to, again, not listening to our hearts, rejecting the smallest movements of our heart. What does a little kid do? They'll talk about a flower. They'll come up and they'll share. I had a little girl last night at church. She, I went up to her and I said, what's that? She goes, that's my new shirt. What do you think? And she says, you know, I got it at Walmart. And she's talking about her new shirt. Like how many of us would go up to someone and talk about our new shirt? Like little kids, pay attention to children because... They're going to teach you so much wisdom. Little kids, will they'll say, they'll look at the trees and they'll talk about how they like a tree. Or they'll chase a leaf around the yard. Or, you know, they'll look up. You look at babies, you know, when parents are holding their babies or when the baby's being held, they're looking up at the lights. They're just enamored by the smallest things, aren't they? So again, being a child is... Enjoying the small little things. Things that the inauthentic adult would be considering a waste of time. But what I would like you to do is, as a form of penance on yourself, learn how to waste time with that little girl in you or that little boy in you that needs to learn how to pray. She wants to pray. He wants to pray. But the adult doesn't respect him or her basically the adult saying to the kid in us you're going to become an adult whether you like it or not i don't have time for you so how does that feel to know that you don't honor the little girl in you or little boy in you let that little girl talk to you or that little boy let let him let him or her talk to you right now you know you open your journal and you say you know what what often happens to me is i come to a point where i you know talk to that little child and i'm like you know, I'm sorry, I, I didn't, I haven't let you live. I've suffocated your life. I've, I've not let you celebrate the Father's gift today. You know, little kids, you know, put your hand on your heart right now. Like little kids, they're thankful for the little things. Like ask a little kid to thank God and let's talk about prayer. They're going to thank God things you wouldn't even think about. Because see, they're in touch with the little things in their little hearts. And the truth is, is, that's who you and I truly are. So you need to get your journal out. And journaling is a good penance for the inauthentic adult, <clears throat> excuse me, that stopped, the inauthentic adult that has stopped embracing the child's spirit. See, I don't have time to journal. You know what that says is, I don't have time for me, my heart isn't important. 
The little child's not important. We've got a lot more things to do. I don't know how you could think about sitting down and writing right now or listening to some silly little child. It's What a stupid exercise. This makes no sense. You know why? Because it's coming against everything you've picked up that disease from this world, which is performance, corporate, business, um, you know, uh, materialism, um, accomplishment, earning, earning, earning. The child's just going to waste my time. This is why there's abortion. You know, we don't understand this often, make this connection, but abortion is an external manifestation of an internal sickness. We don't value the child within us, so why would we value the child in the womb or in the world today? You know, the neglect of the child. I don't see you as important for my mission, which is I'm going to climb the corporate ladder. You're getting in my way of my education. You're getting in the way of my savings account. You're getting in the way of my day. You're inconveniencing me. But see, we're rejecting heaven, the kingdom. When you reject the child, when you reject your heart, when you reject the little things your heart wants to talk to the Father about, you're actually rejecting heaven. This is the spirit of the Antichrist. Um, And so what I want you to do is I want you to start journaling. I want you to get your journal out and impose this penance on yourself. Let the little boy or little girl talk. Now, just a few thoughts on journaling. Let's say you're going through your day and you um, run into someone. Let's say you're a nurse and you run into someone that is in you're caring for and you're we're driving you nuts in their hospital bed they are whining they're complaining they're calling you a thousand times they're nothing's good enough they're hurting they're frustrated and you're just at your wits ends okay so put yourself in that situation um or whatever's familiar to you. you know you're at home and you know your husband or your wife or they come home and they start right off the bat nicking and knacking on you and pulling and whining and complaining or they don't want to talk or they ignore you or they cold shoulder you or your kids are running around screaming drawn on the walls throwing breaking things um i don't know where you're at or you're in traffic and you're just the guy beside you just cut you off and you want to you know smash into him whatever so where are you Who are the people around you that create an experience inside of you that's unpleasant? So open your journal. Identify the people that create a repulsion in your heart. Like, I don't like you. Get away from me. I can't wait to get you out of my face. You know, you are a pain right now like you want to run you want to go and hide okay so pay attention to that who are those people where are they in your day because whether you like it or not god's put those people in your life to actually lead you closer to him what do i mean let me let's let's break it open don't don't lose it here just stay with me so those people are a part of you Remember the Bible says we're all the body, one body in Christ, right? 
Those people were put in your life by God intentionally to get you in touch with a part of you that you're rejecting. The patient in the hospital bed. Okay, I want you to do this in your journal. You journal to that person. And I know it might sound weird, but trust me. That person's reflective view. What you're doing is you are... What you're doing is you are taking that part of you and you're going to sit down with that part of your heart that you've been frustrated with that you can't stand or that you don't like because it's not acting the way you want it to act because you're a control freak and you're not used to conversing with that part of your heart. But that person has highlighted or illuminated that part of you. So in your journal, what you'll do is you'll say, dear, you know, say, Joe, you know, or dear, that part of my heart that I can't stand right now, you know, you, you journal to that part of you because that part of you has been fragmented from who you are. Remember, sin fragments us. Sin divides us up in a bunch of different pieces and parts. Grace integrates us. The word holy means to be made whole. So the people you meet, see if you're a contemplative, you're paying attention to the people you meet each day and how they affect you. What they, what rises up in you when you meet that person that you can't stand or that person you're actually attracted to or want to hang out with. What is it about them? You're going to journal to that part. You see, those who don't care are just going to say like, well, I don't have time to do this. Well, there's your problem. You don't value your interior life. You don't value the movements of your heart. You basically, life's a blur for you. So your life's going to go by and you're going to wake up one day at 70, 80 years old and be like, uh, I don't never remember even living my life. Like I, I've not had a very rich interior life because we've not honored the child's heart. We've not honored the movements within us. So, Ignatius talks about this, right? There's the, the, the movements of the heart, what we call consolation or what draws you, enamors you, excites you, what causes you to kind of lose track of time and, you know, you, time just flies, you're there, right? That's the things that draw you. Those are significant. You need to, again, the mustard seed, take those little things and talk about them in your journal with the father with a childlike heart, not with the inauthentic adult. Well, you know, I had this problem. We're not, we're not problem solving here, okay? Very important. Journaling is not about problem solving. It's about relating what's going on in you to God our Father, to talking to Jesus, talking to the Holy Spirit, talk to the Blessed Mother, relate to the saint, whoever it is you feel connected with at that time. Just journal to them. Talk to them. Let the little girl or little boy in you tell them about it. So that part of you, say, in the hospital bed, that's part of you. So I want you to embrace that part of you first. And now let that part of you tell the Father, how does it feel to be sick? How does it feel to not have things go your way? Why are you so angry? Tell me about it. And again, value that response. Don't put words into your mouth. Let the little boy or little girl tell you why they're angry or frustrated. 
And then you need to have a conversation with them and say, why, you know, why can't I love you? Why is it so hard to love you? You know, I'm sorry. I, I want to be there. I want to be more present to you. But, you know, again, dialogue back and forth. Um, try that because I know it might sound foreign, but a contemplative life is one, a life that's lived with a rich interior awareness. So life around you and outside will affect an experience within you. And that needs to be valued and you need to bring that into your journal with a childlike spirit and heart. And I'm just giving you a few tools. You can again journal to those characters that represent parts of you, the people you meet each day. That either rise up a attraction or a repulsion. Um, or you can take an emotion, anger. Put a face on it. Personify that emotion of anger. Anger. Okay, sit down with that little girl. Why are you angry right now? Tell me about it. What's going on? Because see, we'll talk more about this, but like the Trinity was in is in you. God is Father, Son, and Spirit. So you're kind of like, think of God the Father in you, loving God the Son in you. So the mother loving the daughter, or the father loving the son, um, through the love of the Holy Spirit. It's that three persons, right? So we got the the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You know, um, as a woman, you could maybe think of, you know, okay, your mom, or it could be dad and you, father, right? Loving the little boy or little girl in you. Um, if you're a man, the same thing. God the Father, or, or the father, or the, or the mother loving, you know, the, the little girl in you. Or little boy in you, sorry. So, I know... It's not really that complicated. It's very simple. Um, we're just so out of touch with this form of prayer. Um, our interior life is um, suffered a lot. So I want to welcome you and invite you into journaling as a form of prayer that bring you back to your spiritual childhood. Um, and we'll talk more about it. I can give more examples um, in future future uh, posts, but uh, please uh, pray for me. I'll pray for you, and may your prayer life be rich and amazing. And may God bless you, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit.